0: Welcome back to The Betray. it's Gina Beck.
1: This is Drew Williams.
0: Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot.
1: Yeah, And again, like always, thank you for the continued support, continued engagement, and that hashtag BananaCats.
0: Yeah, and if you have a betrayal story and you want to come on, be sure to check out our socials in the description and reach out. We'll get back to you. Absolutely. I'm ready to jump into the podcast. This is about a family farm that couldn't make it after restaurants closed. Until the neighbors showed up, though. This is about organic farmers. Ralph and Lisa Turner, they launched Laughingstock Farm on one-fifth of an acre in Freeport, Maine. With trial and error eventually came success, a steady customer base, and 12 and a half more acres. Our quality produce, coupled with your commitment to purchasing fresh local vegetables, has built our business into a sustainable family-owned farm that will be able to serve you for years to come that is stated on their website i mean they just seem like the most humble people you know like the just the best people that you could shop with well when the lockdown hit last year as suppliers to portland area restaurants forced to close that future seemed very much in jeopardy i mean this business was around since 1996 it was a long time but rather than ditch the harvest the turners who are both trained engineers went back to the blackboard and came up with plan b With money already invested in produce, they couldn't sell a loss seemed inevitable, and breaking even only a pipe dream. But rather than ditch the harvest, the Turners, who were both trained engineers, went back to the blackboard and came up with a plan B. They left behind eight overflowing greenhouses, plus 10 tons of veggies in cold storage of supply and zero demand. The couple opened a farm stand selling pre-bagged produce at $3 a pop and sent out word via their company newsletter. It said, we backed up stuff as we were going to have maybe 10 people a day come. Lisa told this to the New York Times. We sent it out to probably 450 email addresses and then people just started sharing it and sharing it and sharing it. And I think that's an amazing way to be able to connect with people is through email, like the mass email. I mean, I still get emails to this day from things that I signed up for in 2017, 2016. It's quite annoying, but like, a good marketing strategy, strategy it works you know? it works the first day it was like wow that was a lot of people so the eggs were flying out of there they went through 130 dozen eggs in two and a half days it was insane i'm sorry if you guys hear my dog in the back aj just got home so they hear him <laughs> But realizing they were on to something, Lisa contacted a local beef farmer instead of delivery. She says with customers clamoring for steak left and right, the initial 40 pound delivery never made it to the freezer. Even more astonishing was that customers started leaving generous tips from folks who wanted to show their support and keep the farm solvent until the next planting season. Lisa likened the experience to the climatic scene in Frank Capra's 1946 Christmas classic It's a Wonderful Life when a parade of thankful townspeople show up to shower George Bailey, played by Jimmy Stewart, with enough cash to stop his beloved family building a loan company from going under. When all was said and done, the Turners didn't make a huge profit, but they were able to keep themselves in the black financially. In the coming year, they've pivoted their business model in addition to growing and selling their own crops. They'll be running a farm store featuring their own organic wares along with goods from other local meat and dairy distributors. While they can't be sure they'll succeed in their new endeavor, they do have cause for cautious hope. Of all the Christmases she lived through, the one just passed has truly put things in perspective for Lisa. The support and kindness she and her husband received from friends and strangers was both a blessing and an affirmation. There's a lot to be thankful for, Lisa said, and it's an antidote to fear. So I just think that that's amazing that a community had come together and to be able to give her that affirmation. I mean, it's hard to, in some communities, not all communities are like that, but there are a lot more Communities and people think that are. I think it's just Just some of the bigger ones that are.
1: I was going to say, there's probably, especially in 2021, organic produce and small farms is like coming back. It's been more popular. This is probably could happen in way more places of people organized like this. So I, I hope it inspires other people to do it.
0: Yeah, me too. It's great. And I hope the best for Lisa and her husband. What a story already, you know?
1: Well, I got one. This one comes from across the pond. I don't know why they tiled part of it in American dollars, but it talks in pounds a lot. So when I'm saying pounds, I'm talking about the uh, English currency. Hero Plumber has helped 10,000 vulnerable families fix heating and plumbing for free during lockdown. A kind-hearted, kind-hearted plumber has spent $77,000 during the lockdown helping thousands of vulnerable families fix their heating and plumbing for free. In 2017, James Anderson was called to a home for a second opinion and caught a heating company who attempted to con an elderly and disabled man out of 5,500 pounds. Disgusted and disheartened by this, he founded DEFER, Disabled and Elderly Plumbing and Heating Emergency Response, and has since helped 10,000 families. The 53-year-old pledged to help disabled and elderly people with their plumbing and heating, whatever the cost. But he has since branched out during the lockdown to provide food parcels, PPE, and even paying bills for people. A father of six children, Anderson says he spent roughly fifty-seven thousand pounds during the lockdown alone, but he added it was worth every penny if kept if it kept people alive and warm. If you've got disabilities, issues, and sometimes these things can come become too difficult to overcome and we want to make sure that they're taken care of care of. The tradesmen from Brunley Lancashire. we've all got a social responsibility to each other and we need to be there for each other. James currently works with Plumbers Base in Lancashire, Manchester, Leeds, Nottingham and parts of Scotland and hopes to eventually cover the whole of the UK and has a, Go, a GoFundMe page, which we'll link in the description to accept donations. He says, the reaction from people has been humbling and emotional for me. Between Christmas Day and New Year's alone, he and a local team of three volunteers three apprentices, and four engineers took on 93 jobs for free. I work seven days a week, 70 hours a week, and I haven't taken a single day off, and I'll have enough rest when I'm dead. I like that. I like that ending on it. He sounds like a like a really awesome guy, and it seems like more of these people need to... Uh, I, I don't want to say step up. I just want to say be covered, because I, I don't think he's a sole person out there doing these type of things. I think there's a lot of people out there during these lockdowns, putting their own time and money in to help others that are really struggling more than them. And it's cool to see.
0: Oh, right. Just today I was scrolling through my feed and I saw in my area, uh, a woman had opened like a food and clothing shelter just out of her own free will. And her, she, just, she got everything herself and gathered everything herself. And it, it's really cool to see someone just go out of their way to do something like that, to go out of their way and do something like that.
1: You know, yeah, and excuse me if you guys can hear the uh, the I live by a fire department, so they just took off at (laughs) 8 p.m. at night, too. So it's still active on a Friday, you know. But yeah, no, it's really cool, and I'm sure if you guys look around, especially probably on places like Facebook and stuff like that, there's probably more people doing that and organizing. You just got to kind of pay attention to it if you're looking to donate to those type of things probably go into your like local neighborhood watch pages and stuff like that. You might be able to reach out and find people locally that way.
0: Yeah, for sure. Take care of your community. Well, Drew and I wanted to end this by just like talking to you guys and letting you guys know some things. Uh, we would like to apologize for how we've been treading lightly lately in our episodes and I'm sure y'all are aware we have a very s- smart su- like supporters that support this platform, so... I just know that you guys have noticed and we apologize. And we thank you for the patience and everything that's going on on all social media platforms. It's, you gotta be careful. You gotta be very careful. So we're just doing that. We're being very careful, but we noticed that Apple podcasts and Spotify have left some of our episodes up that have been deleted on here. So if you guys want to hear deleted episodes and if you guys want more raw episodes, you can find them on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you guys really do want more raw episodes, let us know in the comments, and we'll be sure to start doing that for you guys.
1: Because yeah, YouTube
0: just, they're not, with, they're, uh, with, <laughs> you guys with, know.
1: Yeah, with, uh, with the subject matter we generally started this podcast with, we really have to tread lightly, which is sad to say, but it's the truth right now. We don't know what's going to happen with everything right now. But if you, if you guys really do want some more of that raw, which I enjoy producing a lot more, um, leave comments. Because it be really not that hard for us to get together and make time to do it. It's just, are people going to listen? So if, if you guys are, I would love to see the comments and see if you guys got input and things like that. And like she said, we're sorry that things went from being Right in your face, no, not afraid to talk about it to where we are now right now, but I think if you look across the platform completely everybody is everyone's treading softly right so yeah
0: they because uh, people are losing their things left and right they're they're just losing it and people that are even huge creators and verified are losing their stuff so. We uh, just don't wanna wake up one day and have all of this gone. Um, But if we do wake up one day and all of this gone, you guys know where to find us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Buzzsprout, iHeart, all those other podcast streaming platforms. And we got back our yearly numbers and Apple Podcasts and Spotify is our top two listen to platforms. So it's really cool to see. And we thank you guys so much for being a part of this, especially you guys on the other platforms I didn't even know had that many listeners you guys are awesome yeah thank the
1: stitcher guys. and iHeartRadio radio listeners like I'm sorry we've never said a single thing to you guys but thank you guys <laughs> here cuz it's there's there's a lot of you and uh, apparently there's a lot of you that listen in Atlanta Georgia which I thought was just kind of strange just because me and Gina don't have much of you know any roots in Atlanta Georgia but Thank you guys in Atlanta. I'd I'd love to go to Atlanta sometime. It seems like a cool city. So thank you guys.
0: Yeah, we can mark that on the list for where we get some busts in the future. Yeah. But thank you guys for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. Until next time, Banana Cats. Love you guys.
1: Banana Cats, much love. Peace.